It's good to be here today in God's house today. I do deserve your prayers today as we <clears throat> try to speak for just a little bit this morning. If you will, you can turn your Bible over to the first chapter of Acts. And I told you last Sunday I was going to kind of pick up kind of where I left off and just kind of finish up maybe where it started last Sunday. Uh, we spoke last, <laughs> last Sunday is Easter, you know, and we talked about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful that he did raise. Amen. Amen. And after all that, you know, you look at the, you know, you read the story of it and, you know, and it's just, you know, really it's overwhelming, you know, but he told us it would happen. You know, even I listened to a message, I don't know, maybe this week sometime somebody that, you know, there's the women that married and then went to the tomb that morning. You know, if really they really believed what he told them, they wouldn't even have went. Because he said he wouldn't be there. Amen. Amen. Just think about it just a little bit. But I'm so thankful that he did raise from the dead, very much Amen. so. And as we know that, you know, he was stayed here on the earth for just a little while before he was sent back up to his father. And... As we try to this morning, and I don't, it's going to be difficult for me to speak this morning on this, but I've got, I just got to. Uh, it is we live in a time today, and uh, as I was thinking, I got to, uh, my oldest grandson come stayed with me for Thursday night with me and Vicky. Then me and him got to go out on the lake and fish and stuff and spent time together, you know, uh, that evening. And I just got to thinking about, you know, maybe back when I was that young, and what I faced, and I think about the age he is and what he's going to face. It's a lot of difference. Amen. It's a lot of difference. And your heart just goes out. Amen. You know, for just not my kids, but other kids today. Amen. Because what they're facing, what they're going to face. And we over the last so many years, and this is my, some of this is maybe my own personal opinion. You don't have to agree with it. But we haven't got slack on God's word. Amen. Very much so. I remember back, you know, that uh, I think you know, they say today there's more people in church today than they've ever been. But it doesn't mean that that means more Christians today than it's ever been. We have, and I was thinking back about, you know, some things, uh, you know, back when in my time that I was raised up, uh, my Parents, my dad, he had rules and regulations, and he followed them. Amen. And it wasn't, if he didn't follow them, he said, well, let's sit down and we'll just try to work this out. <laughs> Did anybody at my age hear, hear that from their father? Let's see if we can work this out. <laughs> it got worked out. <laughs> Amen. Well, a switch or a belt or something, that's the way it was. You know, because he had rules and regulations in his house. Then, you know, you back then, you think, well, I can't wait to get out. You know, I can't wait. Anybody ever thought that? Yeah. If I could look it up real quick for you, I want to pass this on to the teenagers here real quick, if I can find it real quick. I have down in Texas here a while back, and I come across a thing. If I could, I shouldn't even roll it up, or it would take me an hour to find it. <laughs> but... Uh, if one second, I don't think I'm, you know, you know, think, well, he, 
not too smart. And I ain't too smart. Right here it is. I think I'll find it here in a minute. But, you know, we've, we've got regulations everything. We always think, you know, our parents, you know, that uh, don't know anything. Uh, I got right here it is. That was pretty good. It's, 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 a, it's just teenagers. It's hard to be harassed by your stupid parents. Act now. Move out. Get a job. Pay your own bills while you still know everything. Huh? Pretty true. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up, but it's, I thought it was pretty good saying. But get back to the message. You know, we have rules, regulations. You did follow them. Whether you agree with them or you didn't. Amen? Amen. That was the root. You know, everybody had them rules. And I said that to say this. In God's kingdom, God's world, there's rules and there's regulations. And we got over this so many years, it seems like we don't want to obey them. Amen. And that, to me, that's the reason you see a church on every corner. Because somebody won't obey God's rule, they're going to start their own church somewhere. We've got our own rules and regulations go. going down the road. Yeah. I don't know if you agree with that or not. That's just my opinion. Sure. We kind of got away from God's rules. But Jesus told us he was the same yesterday today and forever. It don't change. Amen. It don't change. And we live in a time, as we, as we go back just a little bit, we find out, you know, when Christ even was going to the cross, you know, they was weeping, you know, the, and Christ stopped. He said, don't weep for me. Come on. Weep for yourself and your children and your children's children. Because, you know, they do these things in a green tree. What shall it be done in a dry? Amen. And I think basically you're seeing that today. A lot of stuff that's going on that's plumb out of this world. Amen. Amen. So we get to the point here, and I'll get, I'll get into this in just a moment. In an Acts, you know, it talks about, you know, this is when Red Christ, it, this records when he ascended up. And I'm going to start reading to you just a little bit here. Uh, uh, let me, I'll just start here, maybe the, Third verse there, and it said, To him he showed himself alive in Acts 1, his passion and many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together, them commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you have baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will at this time restore again, again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times of the season, but the Father has his own power. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be a witness unto me, both in Jerusalem and to Judea and to Samaritan and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Now you get this point here. He was talking to, you know, assembled near the, they were there sitting there watching him talk. And when he had spoken these things, while he beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand here gazed into heaven? The same Jesus, which is taken from you into heaven, 
so shall come in like manner as you see him go into heaven. The eleventh verse there said, You men of Galilee said, stand, Why stand here gazing into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up, I put this bone version, he'll be the one that's coming back. Amen. The same one that rose from the dead. The same one that put down regulations, it'd be the same one that comes back. Amen. And I want to talk to you for just a few moments this morning about this same Jesus. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, today we just thank you for this time you've given us to be in your house. And I pray now, Father, as we stand behind this pulpit today, Father, that you will just anoint us with the Holy Ghost today, Father, that we can speak the words that we need to speak today. I pray these won't be my words, Father, but they'll just be from you, Father. Just use me as your vessel today, Father, because we need you today so much today, Father. First in Jesus' name we pray. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. <clears throat> as they were standing there, as we can kind of get this picture, you know, he was taken up. Well, what a sight, you know. And they just stood there gazing what was going on. But he told them these things would happen. And you look around today and you see things, people going around with that deer in the headlight look. You know, what's going on? What's going on? When the Bible tells us what's going on. And you look from the beginning and from Genesis to Revelations, any time you go against what God made or what God said was going to be right, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. I don't care how much you try to sugarcoat it, how you try to do this or that, in the end, it will not work out. So as Jesus, you know, and we back up a little bit, he's on the face of this earth, you know, he, he told Peter one day, he said, Peter, he said, who do men say that I am? And you know this story. He says, some say you're Elias, some say you're Jeremiah, some say you're John the Baptist, some say you're this or that. But Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, but, but who do you say I am? He said, you're Christ, the Son of the living God. Then the next few words, I put this kind of paraphrase, but he said, the next few words there, he said, you know, he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father, which is in heaven. He said, upon this rock, I'll build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. He was not saying that he was going to build his church upon what Peter said. He was going to build his church upon what was revealed through Peter through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Through the word of God. It wasn't, it wasn't the, the, that it was revealed to him by God who Jesus was. And I think today we've got to realize who Jesus is. He's just not somebody that you put up on us uh, somewhere and you, you come and talk to him once a week or whenever you want to when you feel like it. He is somebody, he's the son of God. Amen. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Anybody believe that today? Amen. He is somebody the Bible says he's coming back someday. The same Jesus that went and told that is going to be the one that comes back. This same Jesus one day, he went into the temple one day and they were selling and buying inside the temple. He knew the story that they were selling doves and this and that for sacrifices. He went in and he overturned the table. He didn't like what was going on. How many tables do you think he would turn over today if he went to some of our churches today? Come on. It wouldn't be just sitting down and have a seat and everything going to be all right. 
When today our church world today, you know, today is to me, and I believe this with all my heart today, the church world, the ch- not the church world, the church of Jesus Christ is the only foundation that we can base our lives upon. It is the only foundation that we can, we get, we get like access today that we can raise our children in the right way. Anybody with me? But we have turned it all around. Because we don't want to go with rules and regulations, you know. Because some of them rules, if you let them apply to you, they will hurt. Just kind of like some of dads sometimes, you know, he took his belt off or a switch off a tree. Anybody know what I'm talking about? They did not feel good. But if you had the opportunity, most of y'all, the older people would go back and say, thank you. We go back and say thank you for doing what you've done. Amen. Because I know you did it out of love. Amen. I knew you know what was ahead of you. And you was going to mess up if you did not have. You thought you were doing everything. If you know you can just run wild and do what you want to do, it ain't going to work out. Amen. Anybody with me for just a moment? So we have changed over the last so many years, you know, and we have got to, you know, and to take this Bible here and it says, you know, and the things that it tells us to do, you know, and it says, well, we don't have to do it that way. We can, we, we live in a different time, you know, so we're going to start this old little place over here. We're going to do it our way. Amen. We're going to do it our way. And you look at what's happened to the church today. Even the world today, the leaders of the world don't even respect the church anymore. Don't shout me out of here, please. True. They don't even care what we think anymore. Because we got away from the Word of God. Amen. We got away from the power of God. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. But you go today, and today into this in the church world today, and they're teaching everything, you know, on the sun today that shouldn't be taught in the church today. I'm just going to take it a few steps further. We today, you know, got, got leaders in the church today is not qualified to be leaders in church. Amen. Are there rules and regulations for that? Yes. Amen. It's in here. It talks about it. It's got the rules and regulations. What it should be to hold an office what this Bible tells about. But we've got away from it. Got away from it. We got to a point today in a church world, this ought to make you sick today, that we will, they will ordain homosexuality and put them behind pulpits today. You don't think God, Christ, would overturn that table if he come in? Come on. We have got to the point of that today, you know, and to a point today that everything's all right. I'm not here today to try to discourage you today, but I'm here today to tell you There is rules and regulations and things. And the Bible says, Christ told Peter, he said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I don't know what God's got planned for Old Grove Church, but back of my mind, I think he got something coming up. It's not because of what I've done. But it's called, we take a stand and say, well, listen, the only way that we're going to survive is by the word of God. 
It's the only way that we're going to survive. We can't have people like this, people like the world says today that needs to teach their children today and this and that and into their churches today. And the church world says, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'm not on religion today or not on politics. But you know the United Methodists split up. Everybody knows us. And I don't want to get into all that. But I got some friends that go to United Methodist Church at Westside. And they've kept me up to date on some of the stuff that's going on. And they're getting away from the United Methodists. Praise God. Amen. But they took a vote. I was going to tell you how people today thinks whether they should leave or they should stay with them. And you would think of the church people that's members of the church, it wouldn't be 92 to 8 percent. It would be 100 percent. Now come on, common sense. Amen. It wouldn't be. And I was told from a friend of mine said, you know, this one lady stood up and said, well, the Bible tells us we're supposed to love everybody. It does. I said, but what are you going to do? But what's she going to do if they stay with what they're wanting to do and they're ordaining homosexuality is what they're doing. When they send them a pastor, that's homosexual behind the pulpit of their church. What are they going to do then? Does it make any sense to you? Amen. I know you're supposed to love everybody. Amen. But you got rules and regulations according to the Word of God. Amen. And according to God's Word, that doesn't take place behind the pulpit. Come on. I'm not trying to get on this subject much at all, but I'm going to tell you, it's real. And the Satan is pushing it right and left. And if we don't take a stand and say, you know, we, we're going to stand by the word of God, no matter what it says. They want to come and stand in the, sit in the, in the pews and here's, listen to the word of God, let them come. But as long as I'm pastor here, they'll never take office. That's just my opinion. And when they do, I'll be gone. I'm not saying that out of bad words. I'm just saying that's the way it is. Because God, I believe Christ come in and seen that going on, he'd overturn the tables. He said, y'all got so far away from what the church is supposed to be. Here's what I'm talking about. Amen. Got so far away. But it's not only happening in the big cities. It's getting closer and it's getting closer and it's getting closer to your home and it's getting closer to my house. If we don't take a stand and put a hedge back around and say, listen, we today at Oak Grove Church, we live by the Word of God. We're going to build by the Word of God. We're not going to be two-faced. We're not going to come to church and say, you know, I believe this and go out and say, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to support that. We can't do that anymore. That's what got us in trouble. It's not a matter of a donkey and an elephant. It's a matter of Jesus Christ. 
You ought to say amen more than that on that. It's about Jesus Christ, Him crucified, and Him raised from the dead today. And the same Jesus that went up is going to come back in the like manner. And he's not going to say, let me have your, let me have your, uh, your, your rules and regulations of your church, and I'm going to judge it by your rules and regulation. He's not going to do that. He's going to judge us by the Word of God, by the true living Word of God, where it says, you know, I am the Alpha Omega. I'm the beginning, and I'm the last. And so my son's me, there's to be nobody else. He is seated on the right hand of the Father. How many believes that? And this same Jesus that sitting there is going to come back and get us someday. Whether you like it or not, he's going to have rules and regulations and you're going to have to abide by them. Not just when you get there. You're going to abide by them but now if you want to get there. What would you do right now? I got 1055 or 1054. What would you do now? If Christ is going to come at 10.50 or 11 o'clock, would you be doing anything different right now? Think about it. Don't, I'm going to take this serious. What if he come at 11 o'clock? Now, I don't know where he's coming. But what if he was coming at 11 o'clock today? Could you say, I'm ready? Amen. Or if you got five minutes left, would you be doing something different right now? Well, the same Jesus that went up, same one's coming back. He's not, well, he's, you know, the young men didn't vote him up there. Amen. Amen. He's not a donkey, he's not an elephant. Are you with me? Amen. He's the Son of God. What if he was coming back? Would I do anything different right now? Or would I be running his altar right now? <laughs> if I knew he's coming back in just a few minutes, would I change anything? Think about it. Something serious. Amen. Something very serious. Because the same one left. He said, there ain't no point in a humanly possible way that happened. Hey, let me tell you something. We're not serving no human God. We're serving God. Amen. The Creator. We serve in Jesus Christ, Amen. the one that gave his life and laid it in the grave. And they didn't send the paramedics there for three days working on him. It was the power to me, the power of God that come down and knocked on that door and said, listen, it's time to get up. It's time to get up. You don't have to stay here anymore. You've done your deed. You've done your work today. And the Bible says there that I think one of the, the gospels said there were 16 soldiers guarding that tomb. And the Bible says they came as dead men. And they could see what's going on, but they couldn't do nothing about it. Praise God. God's still in control. All this crazy stuff going on in the world today, God's still in control. You believe that today? You believe that today? I'm going to start closing. i got a lot more I could say, but I better not because y'all probably wouldn't like me too much. Some of you ain't like me now, probably. <laughs> but let me tell you, I pray and pray. I can see every one of y'all on the other side of heaven. And I'm hoping one of these days you'll come up to me and say, thank you for, for not backing down. Amen. 
Even when, you know, things happen, you know, people today, things happen to their families, this and that, and goes against God's word, you still stood up and say, it's going to be all right. You don't give up. You just get closer to God. We can't go back and change anything, but we can change what's ahead of us. Anybody with me for a moment? Maybe we can get marriage back what it used to be. No amens on that, but maybe we can get it back to what it used to be. Maybe we get children back to respecting their parents like they used to. Come on. I know I've said a lot of things about my life, but no, I've not done wrong. You know, I one thing when I had my dad come in, I was shaking my boots. Because I knew there was consequences pay. And it should be the same thing when we go against God's word. Amen. We should be shaking in our boots Amen. because we've done wrong. But aren't you thankful for God? Amen. He's a forgiver. I don't know how this message even touched you today. And I, I, was, I could preach so much more, but I'm not going to. I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful for the goodness of God. Y'all? Thankful for what God's done for us. I'm thankful for this church in so many ways. It's got me through a lot of stuff. I'm not saying y'all, but I'm just saying it's got us through a lot of stuff because we know who's in control, and that's God. And that's God. And that's God. Seemed like over the last year or so, as a church as a whole, we've faced a lot of difficulties, different people, different ways, different things. But it makes us realize man didn't get us through what we've been through. Amen. It's God. It's God getting us through it. Amen. It's God getting us through it. Very much so.